Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, we brought back an old favorite, Ben Getz, and he's with Yelp. And, you know, if you're a Yelp user, you know exactly the benefits that Yelp can give you as far as reviewing anything from restaurants to getting your tires changed to... Uh, different services around town but Ben is here because Yelp has just released I mean just released the top 50 restaurants in the Atlanta area and Ben I want you to tell us how Yelp came about choosing these 50 restaurants certainly well first of all it's really really great to be back on your show Belinda Thank it's, you. Uh, it's, it's nice to hear that like oh it's an old favorite I like I like hearing that um, but yeah you know we're really excited to, to release this list it's the top 50 places to eat in Atlanta in the year of 2015 and um, so what we have here is it's literally a list of 50 restaurants that you can go visit throughout the entire metro area and what we did is we created a list of ranked local non-chain businesses throughout several different counties Counties, um, you know, all of which a lot of Atlantans are familiar with. So Fulton, DeKalb, Gwinnett, Clayton, you know, Douglas, Fayette. Um, you know, and it's based on the number of reviews and the star rating. Okay. So, and we're obviously giving a little bit more weight to recent reviews. So a lot of people that are writing reviews, um, you know, within the the recent past is mm-hmm. really what we're focusing on here. So we have a fantastic list, and I mean, uh, in all those counties, obviously, I mean, it's everything from Atlanta proper to Smyrna, Duluth, Norcross, Suwannee. I mean, all over the Atlanta metro area, and there's a huge, huge, huge number of fantastic restaurants on this list for and you know enjoy. i was looking over the list the other day and a lot that i've never even heard of so i've got right. to do my <laughs> diligence and yeah. get out there so okay let's and by no means um when i say rank number one or rank number 30 Correct. that's not first or, or yeah we, you know we didn't want to we didn't want to put out a list that's like hey this is the best one I mean because objectively you know everyone has different tastes like you might really love Szechuan and someone else might really love Mediterranean so you know that's the brilliant thing about Atlanta is you have things like downtown and Decatur and then obviously Buford Highway um, so in a lot of those actually landed in some of the more you know I, I would say culinarily uh, centric areas of mm-hmm. Atlanta um, so but I mean just like you said Belinda like there's places on here that I've heard of or heard whispers of from my Yelp here in Atlanta, but places that I've yet to visit, and so this list is really exciting for me. So these um, are from customers and people who have tried it, and and you've gone by the rating mm-hmm. and the number of uh, stars or the re- the higher the rating and the number of rates 
um, that they got. So that that's the methodology used to come up Correct. with the, the 50 list. So, okay, yeah. let's get started. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think it'd be really fun just to kind of hop around. Okay, I mean, since, since, since we're not really going like, you know, number one to number 50, I think, you know, just chatting about okay, some of I'll these. Okay, I'll get my pen out. Yeah. So, you know, the, at the, the first one on our list is one that I hear really often, you know, especially throughout the Yelp community and people that are either hanging out around downtown or, you know, they find their way somehow into Peachtree Center and it's Aviva by Camille. Have you heard of this one, Belinda? No. So Aviva by Camille is a fantastic Mediterranean restaurant. Um, so all types of falafel, shawarma, like amazing pita, you know, like all of those fresh, you know, like really awesome tabbouleh mm-hmm. and like really, really great fresh, like Greek ingredients. Um, and Camille is, I mean, he's probably one of the most gregarious people I've ever met. Just a really, really passionate business owner. Um, you know, so like Aviva by Camille being on this list is, is really, really great. I mean, it's a fantastic. So it's a no-brainer. Basically. Oh, big time. Fantastic lunch spot in downtown. Yeah, really really awesome falafel shawarma i mean it's out of this world so you'll hear that around town quite a bit um, another one on the list that I'm really excited about is a fairly new business. Um, they'll be celebrating a year um, in, in business in Atlanta, and it's Gusto Wood Fire Grill. Oh, yes. yeah. When so, I walk by, mm-hmm. the smells coming from that place. Yeah, they really mean wood fire. Yes. I mean, they're, they're burning some wood in there. So, yeah, the owner, Nate Heibel, um, yeah, he, he played as a quarterback in the NFL. Um, he's got a really, really neat story. Um, it's just a fantastic brand, really well-developed. And, and there's something for everyone. But, you know, like the whole Gusto thing, I mean, there's an exclamation point after it for a reason it's just super bold flavors and you know they they have really they paid attention to every single detail so them being on this list i'm really really excited for them and i mean they've really just they've blown it out of the water and they're super super popular and they're so, on peach tree street they are they're, across from piedmont hospital yeah i mean they're just up right from here so okay. yep Great. right across the street from the hospital um another one that i was really excited to see and i think a lot of people that are familiar with how much especially if you're traveling in and out of the city is one flew south in hartsfield jackson airport I've yet to have it. Oh, my gosh. So this one is super, super cool. Um, What I tell people is, you know, I mean, obviously, if you're hanging out in the airport for a long time or if you have a layover, you get delayed, whatever, um, you know, eating in the airport is always a little bit of a precarious business. So it's like, what kind of fast food would you like to try today? And, you know, or which one have you not visited in a long time? So One Flew South takes it like it's completely on another level. So um, it's some of the best sushi that I've had. I mean, it's, it's just it's such fresh ingredients and I mean I had um, I want to say I had sea bass the last time that I was there the plating was beautiful it was really like deep like the and, airport yeah and really well developed developed flavors I mean you can get fantastic cocktails my wife is a vegetarian she had no problems eating there um, and yeah again like you're walking past this on the concourse at the airport it's, it should be something you know rightly it should be like in Midtown or Decatur but yeah it's in the airport okay um, I want to say it's in Terminal E but I might be wrong about that but um, okay. one yeah. flew south use the Yelp app you'll get there don't worry um yeah and you know another one that's that's really awesome i actually had the pleasure of trying this one pretty recently have you been to homegrown it's over on the east side of town like off a of memorial no so homegrown is really awesome you know obviously if you're hanging out like late friday night saturday night brunch is going to be something you know that's pretty high on your list or if you want to get up early with some of us you know getting breakfast is is probably high on your list but homegrown is really awesome it's this Super hodgepodgey place, um, just east of town, like right off a of memorial. Everything that you can imagine, like all of the great breakfast items that you could ever want. But the thing that I, I had the pleasure of trying, and all of my Yelpers go nuts for it. It's it's called the comfy chicken, and it's basically like uh, like biscuits and gravy with fried chicken on it. Oh, and wow. it sounds so simple, but. 
you know, when people say comfort food, that that's immediately what my mind gravitates towards. So, you know, them being on this list, like I, you know, like high fives all around. The place is just awesome. So that's the kind of breakfast that you can you can skip lunch and just think about. Yeah, dinner. it's it's going to sit with you for a while. So you can definitely turn that into the like, brunch mode for sure. Okay. So you can have that, and you'll be probably good for like past the requisite three hours from <laughs> from your next I meal. Hope so. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, you know, another one on the list uh, that I'm really stoked about is a place up in Marietta. It's just off of Cobb Park. Well, maybe just kind of up off of Cobb Parkway a little bit. It's called Mountain Biscuits. Have you ever okay. heard of that place? Gosh, obviously I yeah. don't get out enough. <laughs> That's why this list is so fantastic. It's going to be a place that you can, uh, you know, you can really map out every meal for the rest of the summer with. Yes. Um, man, this place is so awesome. It's just kind of like off of the highway a little bit. And okay, what's the name of it? It's called Mountain Biscuits. Okay. Yeah. So it's up in Marietta. Um, it's just, uh, it's like this little house. It looks like a little renovated like cabin or shack. And I mean, this place is turning out some of the most incredible biscuits I've ever had. And, and they're doing like all the country favorites. You know, you can get like country ham on a biscuit or like a chicken biscuit or just, you know, like an egg and cheese biscuit mm -hmm. as well. But they have a lot of other things on the menu, but I mean, it's just a darling little spot. Like you pull up, it's a gravel parking lot and like see all types of, you know, people from outside of the city proper, like people having breakfast with their kids and it's just an awesome awesome spot so right yep um another one that you know it's, it's really just like i mean really grown in the past few years um is poor calvin's have you heard of poor calvin's Belinda? don't okay you've got to stop asking me if i yeah. <laughs> start to make me look bad. all right well let me tell you about this place called poor calvin's I, I, I believe the proper name is poor calvin's absolute fusion so it's fusion cuisine um and it's totally fusion cuisine at its best i i've had lunch there a few times and every single time it's been just really super creative like really out of the box like totally different style of eating what um, type of food it's it's kind of a mix of like asian pan-asian and then there's like some really great comfort food mixed in there and one of the things that i had based on i mean again i go off of yelper's reviews and yelper's recommendations all the time because that's what makes it super fun um but their lobster mac and cheese is out of this world it's you it's, can't um, go wrong with the lobster mac yeah, and cheese th those are two words that just go really really yeah. well together so um yeah it's it's really really awesome just east of downtown um it's it's kind of in an unsuspecting spot um like parking's a little bit tight but i mean like once you find it it's the kind of place you're going to want to go to over and over and over again so um but yeah you know i'm really excited about a lot of these spots that are otp or outside the perimeter um you know places that i haven't had a chance to go to and um a lot of my yelpers always tell me about downtown roswell especially Can oh my canton street gosh you know? canton street is just an explosion of fantastic restaurants. Right, and I think I've only been up there maybe once or twice um, since I've been in Atlanta. Um, I'm working on it, don't worry. Okay. Um, but I know one place that you know people just go really, really nuts for is Osteria Matone. Yes, Osteria so, Matone. Oh, we found one that yes. you know. Yes, that's yes. awesome. That's uh, great. Two brothers have opened. Um, Ryan Pernice opened uh, Table in Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, brother yeah. opened Osteria Matone. Very cool. And they are knocking it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, you know, them being one of the top 50 in Atlanta Metro, I mean, I, I'd say that's a no-brainer. Um, I mean, this place pop, like constantly pops up in conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I cannot wait to go. Great um, food yeah. and great service. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's, uh, you know, some of that Italian fare. I mean, every time I see photos of it, like, it just, it sounds good. I mean, all day, every day. Yes. So, um, you know, and then getting a little bit more onto the subject of pizza, oh, uh, boy. which, you I know. I kind of feel like Atlanta is in a, a really good pizza war. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, I feel like there's there's so many different choices if, if you want, you know, the more 
pedestrian style, like give me a slice of pepperoni with a, you know, draft beer. Or if like, hey, I really want that Neapolitan style, like, you know, almost like pizza couture. You know, it's like it's a higher level of pizza. Um, I, th- I feel like there's so many different choices and they're in all different parts of town. Um, but, you know, one that, that's really popped up, um, and I think they, they might not even have been open for six months right now, but Old Fourth Ward Pizza. They're over in the Irwin Street Market. Okay. So, like, kind of catty, like, pretty much running parallel to the Atlanta Beltline on the mm-hmm. East Side Trail, okay. right off Irwin Street. Old Fourth Ward Pizza, it's these two guys that just moved to Atlanta from New Jersey, and they are making what is called the Grandma Pie. Like, Grandma, like good old Grandma. It's the Grandma. Thin or thin crust? Eh, it's kind of like... it's New it, Jersey, it's going to be thin. It, yeah, it's, it's a little bit more on, like, the thin side, but the way that this pizza is prepared, I mean, I think that's what has landed them on the top 50 list alone. So... It's just amazingly, you know, well-developed, like, pizza sauce. Like, there's fresh mozzarella, fresh basil, um, and it's just a beautiful pie to look at. I mean, so then, you know, just looking at it alone, but then when you actually bite into it, I mean, I would say that's that's on record the one of my favorite pizzas that I've had since living in Atlanta. You know, Ben, a lot of these new restaurants, um, pizza restaurants that are opening up, are importing water from the the region that they're making the pizzas from so it can have the same mm-hmm. taste. I mean, it's it's getting serious here. We're going to take a break. Don't worry. When we come back, we're going to talk more of Atlanta's top 50 restaurants uh, voted by Yelpers and um, the mythology that they used and voting on it. So we'll get to more of those restaurants. Stay tuned. You're listening to Atlanta Living. And welcome back to Atlanta Living, where we are talking about Atlanta fantastic restaurants talking about 50 of them with the top places to eat according to Yelp here with me is Ben Getz he is a senior community manager at Yelp and Ben we have a couple of more to get to but we can't get to all of them so where can people find this list yeah so I mean obviously you can follow us at Yelp Atlanta on Twitter you can check out our Facebook page we're gonna be sharing all the information with links so you don't have to remember like a super long URL or anything but it's on our community blog for Atlanta. So it's communityblog.yelp.com. Still pretty simple, but if you want to just find us you know, on social media, it's probably easy as well. So, um, But the whole list is on there. You can click on each link and go to check out the restaurant, bookmark it for later, make a reservation if they take reservations, and start reading all the awesome reviews of like why these places made the top 50. And then I twisted Ben's arm and made him give me all the lists so I could put it on <laughs> belindaskelton.com. Hey, that's great. <laughs> so I wouldn't let him out of the room until <laughs> Yeah. Okay, <laughs> give right. us a few more. Awesome. Um, well, you know, another one that I, I, and I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm sad to say, but I'm excited to try it. I've actually never been, but Heirloom Market Barbecue. Oh, yeah. score one for me. Oh, yeah. Belinda, Belinda one, Ben zero. Um, you know, it's it's one of those places, like I would say it's an Atlanta staple. Yes. Um, so if you, if you even come close to saying that you like barbecue it's probably a place for you to try but they have this awesome like duality of barbecue and korean so there's like all the awesome kimchi and like you know pickles and like i i cannot wait to try it it's the things that are like in every wheelhouse of my culinary preferences so i could put kimchi on anything and eat it i would eat it out of a dirty boot yes Yes. absolutely yep okay um and then you know another one that i really really love i mean this place is just so near and dear to my heart um is le petit marche over in um in Kirkwood. Um, So Kirkwood, just east of the city, like a little bit, you know, just like up from Memorial. Um, It's a fantastic breakfast place. So it sounds Um, French? Yes. So Le Petit Marché, that means like the little market. But it's really funny. The owner, her name is actually Marché. And she is Is one... 
Um, no, I mean, she's, she's not like a super short, you, you can definitely, I mean, she looks like a normal human. She's, okay. she's a super nice lady. Um, but she's the most darling person. I absolutely love her personality, the brightest smile. And then going beyond that, there's some of the best pancakes I've ever had. Some of the best oatmeal I've ever had, which is kind of an odd thing. Um, but it's definitely a place to check out. Excellent. Well, this is definitely a great list to keep on hand and in the car so when you're driving around you're like where do you want to eat well where do you want to eat well pull out this list and see what's near you and something that you haven't tried Mm -hmm. it's the yelpers list of 50 places to eat in atlantis news 95.5 and am 750 wsb depend on it this is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Hugh Atchison, one of our favorite chefs in the Atlanta area and Athens, is with us on the line. And Hugh, um, I was describing to my son the other day what you had um, accomplished in your restaurant at uh, Empire State South restaurant when you had the endangered species lunch. And he said, Mom, no, don't let him do it. He's eating endangered species. Don't let him do it. And I said, no, he's making a great point. And when you learn about endangered species and the way that you're going about this program, Hugh, it makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole program was to make sure we got a lot of sort of pent-up sort of excitement about it and people wondering what we were doing, really to prove the point that there are fewer and fewer varieties of vegetables being planted every year. And when that happens, we see diversity sort of edge away and move away. And our seed stock is just so important. So Seeds of Change is just really dedicated to making sure those uh, more endangered seeds and more endangered vegetables are still uh, a real option in the larder and the pantry that we have. So are you are you referring just to the, the seeds and the vegetables? Are you going for, are you talking about uh, seafood and, and other varieties of uh of food out there that are going extinct? Yeah, I mean, those are definitely of concern to us, but this was really meant to um, show that that seed stock in the vegetable world is really equivalent to an animal endangered species. What, What we want is we want all of these things to be saved in a good way. But Sometimes people have a sign-off when they think of endangered species that they're only thinking about things with two or four legs mm-hmm. that swims in the ocean. Um, and this was really meant to say that, well, there's plenty of other beautiful living things that we consume uh, as vegetables on a daily basis. And if we don't have diversity in the flavors that abound in that, in that field, then we're just we're going to live a pretty boring and sedate life. So we want that diversity to show through. Now, you're from Ottawa. And and uh, you you moved to the states at what age? I moved to the states first uh, when I was about ten years old and lived here until I was fourteen, and then finished high school back in Canada and then moved back when I was twenty five. So you knew pretty early that the culinary world was for you. Yeah, I mean, I moved into the culinary world just because um, it was the one place where I really excelled. Uh, I come from a very academic family, but. Uh, 
didn't really enjoy school all that much. So, but I was very good in the kitchen. So there we go. Well, you uh, are the chef and partner of the Athens restaurant, uh, five and ten. Um, the national and of course here in atlanta um the acclaimed empire state south which i must say has the best vegetable plate i have ever eaten in my life and um you have um a cookbook um titled a a new turn in the south and you have a, a pickling cookbook and um pickling and canning has really taken on a new life in in recent years yeah i mean i think we're, what we're seeing when we're talking about cooking is we're uh we're trying to go back to a real from scratch cooking in the south and i think that's really important for us to really look at the skill sets in old school cooking and really bring them back and pickling and preservation is just really foremost as to one of the most important skill sets that you can have in a southern kitchen it it means you're you're saving the season for future use. And uh, I think that's just a, an amazing skill set to have and to sort of celebrate in the South. So that book's called Pick a Pickle. And then we just came out with a new book actually last week, which is called The Broad Fork, which is a look at uh, how to use everything in your uh, CSA box or at the farmer's market in a given season and answers the age-old question, what the heck do I do with kohlrabi? Well, I don't even know what that is. Well, there you go. What it's, a root, you, it's, a, it's a vegetable. It's a root vegetable. It's usually purple or white and beautiful green leaves, and it's all edible. And people make slaws and things like that with it. it it's got a cabbage affinity to it. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that, those are the questions I get while walking down the street in Athens, Georgia. Well, you said in Athens, Georgia, you're just uh, you know a father of two, a, a man with one eyebrow, and uh, a guy that owns a restaurant or two. That's right. <laughs> Now, you say, take small steps to win this race, and the first small steps are about knowing about your local sphere. Yeah, I mean, I think it's most important to understand that there's farming in your area, mostly when you live in the south, and uh, mostly when you live in a town like Athens, Georgia, or even in Atlanta. There's urban farming around you. There are great farms just on the periphery of the city, and encouraging that idea of getting to know a farmer and getting to know the relationship that you have and uh, the generational relationship that will happen if you befriend that person and understand what they do. And then by buying their product, you start the economic cycle of, uh, of supporting uh, that, his, their community and your community as well. And that's a good thing about a company like Seeds of Change because they give 1% of all their sales to support farmers and community-based gardens. So pretty cool group. Well, is this where, uh, like, uh you know, everyday uh, farmers and people that just want to grow a few tomato plants or cucumbers and raise beds can buy seeds from? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, they're they're widely available now, and they're an organic seed company, and they're certified. And so those type of things, when you when you allow uh, somebody to grow a tomato, I think you you answer a lot of the questions uh, about the vagueness of our food supply system in the past fifty years. Because suddenly a kid is understanding that it's from the ground up and it starts from a seed, and then they grow something that tastes great, and then they consume it. And then slowly but surely, if we get millions of kids to do that process, they're learning and they're understanding for a future generation that the, the food is not as simple and convenient, and it's something you have to, uh, you know, 
you actually have to work at a little bit, but it's worth it in the end for, for quality and really good food. Well, you don't need huge plots of land to grow a few vegetables. I know here in the Atlanta area near Ansley, um, I know of a lady in the little plot of dirt between um, the the sidewalk and the road. Uh, she has several squash plants growing. Yeah, I, I think that that's the... Uh the the modern look at urban farming is going to be a really revolutionary thing in in, in North America, and it's it's pretty exciting time for small plots of land and people doing really sustainable measures in their own backyards uh, at every turn. So it's it's great to see you know from Detroit to Atlanta to Los Angeles, you're seeing people farm in a different way, and micro farming's really big right now. So you need seeds to do it. Now, I saw a TED Talk that you did about a local farmer in Athens, I believe, and he was, he and his wife, just um, very simple people, but very proud of the work they do, and they supply uh, your restaurant with a lot of the produce and vegetables that that you use, and... um, and we were talking a lot about organic, but then uh, I don't think he was certified organic because of all the hoops you need to go through to be certified, but he does farm organic. Right, and I think that the biggest thing for a small farm is, uh, and that your support as a consumer of small farms is just to support good local people who, are, who whose hearts are in the right places, and, and slowly, but surely they're going to edge toward sustainable and more organic and certified organic. And that can be a slow process. I just want to see those small steps towards it all the time. And that's just a a step towards a better world. So are we going to see uh, any more restaurants coming from from Hugh Atchison? Well, we opened up last year in Savannah with a restaurant called The Florence. Okay. And uh, we're working on a very healthy and sustainable sort of fast casual concept. And then we're opening up in uh, Pont City Market with a big coffee shop called Spiller Park. So there's a lot on the horizon right now. We're busy working on uh, new book ideas and uh, just, you know, traveling around, selling the current book and doing what I do. Well, I did see uh, what's making its round on Facebook, I think, right now, where you were making, I think, the Kardashian Mother's um, Nacho Recipe. Right. Yeah, that was a sort of a tongue-in-cheek. Uh, it was hysterical. Doing a recipe <laughs> from, yes, Chris Jenner's cookbook. Chris, yes, which, Chris Jenner's yes. cookbook. And it was, <laughs> how would I people, like to show my full range. Yeah, oh, so. yes. How would people find that if they wanted to go check it out? If they just search eater.com and uh, my name or, you know, Chris Jenner or you as a jackass. Did you both find it? <laughs> That's great. Okay, Hugh Atchison. Um, in, in the Atlanta area, please uh, check out Empire State South. Uh, it's right there at Peachtree and 10th and in Athens, the, the 5 and 10, um, the National and um, in, you said Savannah, the Florence and um, these other restaurants that are you're taking under your belt you're a busy man but yet you are um 
spearheading the campaign to really open people's eyes about locally sourced food and Seeds of Change. So if people wanted more information about Seeds of Change, where should they go? Well, they can go to a number of places, but seedsofchangefoods.com is one of them, and then also savetheflavors.com, and from there they can do backslash and eat it, and there will be a bunch of recipes that I've created with the brand and using the uh, amazing uh, Cherokee Purple Tomato, um, which is really was the, was the, uh, the focus of what we were talking about when we were talking about endangered eats and endangered species and food. we got to got to concentrate on saving these seed stocks and uh, and making sure that we have a diverse larder. You know, after um, my grandfather was a huge farmer, and after he passed away 10 years later, we found all these seeds tied up in bread bags in the freezer. And that is so awesome. Yes. And I mean, to me, that is so decidedly a Southern tradition, and it's something that we just can't let go away. Oh, and um, those seeds were planted, and they were fine. Oh, yeah. They were great. And you're seeing stuff that he would have been proud of, and you carry on a legacy that way. Absolutely. Okay, Hugh Atchison, thank you for joining us, and best wishes and continued success. Well, thanks, Linda. Have a good day. You too. Folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Your host, Belinda Skelton. Who doesn't remember the Save the Fox campaign? Well, I have Carmi McDonald. She's with the community involvement uh, group that is putting on a block party this weekend for the Fox people who were involved back 40 years ago. Wasn't it, Carmi, when uh, this all started? That's right, Belinda. Thanks so much for your interest in our block party and our 40th anniversary. You know, I love the Fox. I go in there and I just am at awe every single time looking around and I always find something new that I haven't seen. It is a magical place and we're so grateful that the city of Atlanta recognized that 40 years ago and saved it from demolition. And so this year we're celebrating not only the Fox and the history that it holds, but also the city that refused to allow it to be demolished. So what's going on? So it's going to be Sunday. Sunday afternoon we're hosting a block party to say thank you to the Atlantans that came together to save the Fox 40 years ago and to share the theater with a new generation of fans. So we're closing down Peachtree and Ponce at the heart of Midtown, and we will be hosting a block party. So we're essentially turning the Fox Theater inside out, Mm -hmm. providing free entertainment on two stages, and offering free tours of the theater. We're offering cartoons and a special organ concert. There'll be lots of food and drinks and entertainment and fun for the whole family. So we hope people will come out and enjoy the afternoon with us. So what are the hours of the block party? The block party will take place from 12 until 6 on Sunday afternoon. 12 until 6. So how many, I remember signatures were going around, how many signatures were received or required to Save the Fox? Well, over the course of the Save the Fox campaign, there were thousands of signatures collected on... um, 
documents that were circulated all over the city. But the thing that's amazing is that the whole community supported the Save the Fox campaign in a variety of ways. Um, so not only were they sharing their signatures, but they were protesting outside of the theater. They were sending in donations. They were writing Save the Fox on the phone bills wow. and they sent them in to Bell South. So really the whole city turned out um, to Save the Fox. We hope everyone will come out and join us. You've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 